Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food and not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's get ready to rumble! Senior Nation jam-packed show today. Peloton of five percent. What's up, discipline investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Rasnick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingsley is the CEO of Aperna. Best trade idea out there. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Power Hour. This is Luke. Just kidding. It's Jason. How are you guys all doing today? Let's wait for the SPAC attack show to send the viewers, viewers over. Someone, I think Aaron Bree may have hit the intro a little too early today, but it's okay. He's drinking his coffee. That means he's on his game. And we're going to bring Luke in in a minute. We have a big show coming on today, big, big show, Power Hour, but we have to talk about yesterday before we get to today's show. And for that, I'm going to bring in my main man, Luke Jacoby, to talk about yesterday's show. It was an exciting one, but let's wait till we have a few more viewers here. Um, if you just got to the show, before we can get going, we got to hit the like and subscribe. So I see 120 viewers right now. Hit the like, share on your Facebook feeds, share on your Twitter feeds that we're live. Some of the things we got going on today is uh, Artelo Biosciences. We have a guest at uh, that symbol ARTL. That is ARTL. Greg, the CEO, is coming on. Um, we have a few other people coming on, but I don't see any other things in our list. So, uh, Luke, welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? Happy Tuesday. What's up? So I want to rip in today. What did you say? Big, big market today. Big yeah. market moves today. Well, you, one of my biggest ones that I've owned for a while and I bought during Corona, my average buy is 11, but I really bought it at nine, is Wendy's. Wendy's is up. I hope we have uh, – why is it moving on it? Wendy is up 20% today. 20%, Luke. Do you know why? Yep. Wendy's is, is, is one over the hearts of all of us retail traders out there. Show me. Maybe it's the chili. Maybe it's the stock. Uh, but but Wendy's picking up a ton of social interest. It's it, the the retail crowd, like you and I, are the, are the ones who are we're getting into this stock. You're you're obviously early on it. Is there, uh, is there a wise movement on it? Yep, there out? is. There, I'll I'll scroll in. How's that? Okay. How about um, how about a, a story? Let me see. All right. Let's take a look for a story. Um. When 13 thing, that's a partner one. Wendy's, there we go. I thought I saw one. Oh, so should I sell some today? I mean, it's just, so my opinion is whenever you have a stock that's having a day like this, let it go. Right? Really? I mean, I mean, let, let, let's go back. Let's look at the other favorite. Right. If, if we look at AMC and I'm going to zoom us out to a one month chart here, when, when AMC had like a day, I don't know if you can see where my mouse is. I'll, I'll zoom in even further on the chart. When it moves as a day like this, you know, 
you want to let it go that day? I mean, it's a hell of a day. It went 20 to 30. Then it went 30 to 70. Why are they saying Wendy's is a short? Like, why? Why is it like, why is it catching the investor interest? I don't get it. So, so per our Benzinga story that I, that I was just looking at, and again, this is Benzinga Pro that we're checking out, pro.benzinga.com, two-week free trial. So if you want to follow along, there's no reason not to. It's literally free. Um, uh, basically, it's saying that that somebody somebody or, or a collection of people did a deep dive on Wendy's, uh, posted their research, um, and, and then that, that research got a lot of traction. Got it. Okay. And it is an all time high in the stock. So, so Jason, your $9 purchase. And I, and I had a thousand shares, Luki. Uh, no, I have still a thousand. I have two accounts. I have 700 left in this account. Um, I don't, I'm right now. Um, I'm really not in the selling game. I was tired of my tax thing. I sold everything I sold is up like uh, Generac. I had a hundred shares, Luke. I sold twenty, then four, then another twenty. So I sold forty, at like two eighty. Now it's back to three forty eight, and I've owned it for a while. You know what has moved up though for me? Tast, T A S T. I finally sold some Tast at five forty. I bought Tast at one forty nine. Okay. I finally sold some at five forty, but I still have fifty two hundred shares, um, and it's at six fourteen. Um, now I am talking about my good trades, but can I give you my dumb moment of of, of the day? Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a good sound effect queued up for that one. All right, BGFV, BGFV, B is in boy, F is in V. I mean, F is in Frederick, V is in uh, Victoria. Big five. All right, I bought that at one eighty nine, sold it at two sixty. It's at thirty dollars. I screwed that one up. Yeah. Right, but I have to say I got ripped down for my Wingstop buy, the and whatever we are now. I was down eighteen percent on it. We are now at break even. In, interesting one in the chat. Let, let's uh, let's pull pull wish. a couple out of the chat. Wish, wish was one. Um, oops. I could use my Tesla back at like 700. I mean, so, 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 so I, I guess here's the general theme for today. A lot of these stocks that have fallen out of favor are back. Like, like they, they are so far back. Like if we look at Clover health, right up 64% leading the charge, we look at car lots, another favorite of our chat up 20% wish, uh, ex experiencing the same sort of move. A lot of these stocks, let's look at XL fleet. I believe that's another SPAC deal. Yeah. XL up 14%. Like the SPAC trade is back. I don't know if they should still call the previous show SPAC attack. They should call it SPACs are back. And they, these, these things are all ripping today. And then FTCV, do you, know, do, you know which one that, do you know what that one is, Jason? FTCV. I feel like I know the name, but no, I can't place it. So, so eToro, we, we, we got Carl in the chat is calling out eToro is going to explode. And, and I'm generally bullish on, on all of these brokerage stocks. What, what, one of the other ones that, that I've been talking about in the past couple of weeks, Tiger Brokers is off today, uh, down 6% on, on news that they announced an offering. Again, I think one of the big catalysts for all these brokerage stocks in the, over the next month is we're going to have that Robinhood IPO coming out. We don't know exactly when Robinhood IPO is going to happen, uh, but all indications are, are that it'll be sometime in, in late, Jalo late June uh, or early July. Uh, 
that's going to get a ton of media attention. It's going to get a ton of eyeballs. And, and the hope is, especially on some of these smaller brokerages, like like your eToros and, and your Tigers. And when I say small, it's really just more lesser known ones, not the Charles Schwab that everybody follows. Um, I think that'll get these things moving. Okay. Uh, VISL, yes, it has come back from 214 to 285. You're right, Steve Delaney. I don't own a lot of it anymore, but I do own VISL. Um, but I'm still down on it. Um, let's see a couple other. Leslie Pool Supply, almost at 30 again. I'm liking I'm keeping it. Again, I don't want to sell. Oh, so Leslie's is enough. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't want to see um, how I don't want any short term the game. What what happened with what happened with Voyager today? So 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 let's do Leslie's really quick while we're on it. Um, you know, Leslie's is one that has had an amazing run, right? It, it did twenty five to thirty one over the course of two weeks. I'll take that all day. And then they dropped an offering on us today. Um, I mean, do you think that the trade is up in the in the pool play, Jason? No. I do. I'm still in it. I, like I don't have a reason to own it right now. I, I owned it for earnings. We got great earnings number. The stock rose steadily for a couple of weeks after that. Like I feel like I don't have another reason to own it. I'll tell you this. I did take some off, Lucas. I did. Okay. But I people are taking care of their pools. I'm tired of selling stocks. So when I bought, I'll tell you my my viewpoint. When I bought Generac, Luke, during the beginning of Corona, so it was a huge gain for me. As one of the few that I didn't sell, like I sold Yeti. I bought it at 30. I sold Yeti at 55. It's at 85. Generic was one. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep that forever, Luke. I'm going to keep that for 20 years because it'll eventually do a dividend. It'll be, I'm going to keep that. I want to build a portfolio, not just trades. And so Generic was one of those ones that I, you know, had in play. And I think Leslie's people are going to be buying a lot of pool stuff, outdoor stuff this summer. I think it's, not over, but yeah, it did rise a lot, Luke. So, and, and my I, other thing too, right? Like, is, is that we're not going to get earnings. We just had earnings a month ago. It's two more months that you got to hold on to this thing before you get your next piece of news. Look at that. What? So you, you click it. It see it's gray. You click it. It turns blue. That that's what we're yeah. looking for. All right. I guarantee you have the thumb. It looks like this on your screen. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Luke, for showing that because. It went to 63, and we can continue doing the show. And now, now it's at, you know, uh, Aaron Thomas's favorite number. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Aaron Thomas' favorite number is 69? Yep. Um, it's, so it's so funny. Like, one of the things when you when you get, when you get join Benzinga, we like, we like to, like, know birthdays. We like to know kids' birthdays, you know, favorite colors, favorite numbers, because if we're ever going to buy you a present, we want to get your favorite color. One of the questions we asked is favorite number, and Aaron said um, – that number. So interesting. Go ahead. Yep. All right. We're crowdsourcing this one. AMC first AMC mention of the day. We made it 14 minutes. It's further than I thought we were going to make it. Um, obviously stock of the week, the past couple weeks. If you guys like AMC right here, it's at 5530. Throw the one in the chat. If you don't like it, you think the jig is up, throw the two. Um, Jason, what if you had to pick one way or another, which way would you pick? One. I, I'm right there with you. I, I am 110% behind it. And, and, and today's a boring day for this stock, and I think it's okay to have these boring days. Yep. I am, I'm with Luke on AMC. I mean, they say to the moon, and that's an expression, but I, I see more support for it and more stuff going on than, um, you know, 
I mean, I, 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 to I totally agree with Luke. I just see the strength in it. And I, I don't, the, I'm talking fundamentals. Look, I'm just seeing strength in it. I, and so that's, I'm, I'm long, I'm long. I own AMC. I don't know. Luke, what did you have going on yesterday on the show? While you had the show going on, Luke, I was at a golf course playing golf with Bryson DeChambeau. He beat my ass, though. But okay. Um, but what did you have going on? The, the, I like, too, the, how you're like, I'm going to go to this press conference. <laughs> and then you went golfing. <laughs> I remember I called you afterward, and I'm like, it's a long press conference. <laughs> yeah, and, and you probably called me, Luke, and my phone, like, I didn't answer. My phone died on the course. And... Okay, I, I was like, his phone's been in airplane mode all day. No, it was He's not really that. focused. No, it was not that. But I, I wasn't gonna play. But they put me up, paired me up with three other guys in the media space. Nice. One, one runs D business. Okay. So I was learning about their business, and then it was a second. Like it was an easy thing to do. It was you don't really play. You don't play golf with your own ball. It's a scramble. Okay. So it's not like it's hard to play. Do you know what I mean? You just like pick up your nope. ball. Nope. I actually love playing <laughs> scramble. I loved playing the scramble. It was not hard. Um, you know, we shot like six under. And uh, hey, just so you know. All right, round of applause. Aaron Bree played too. Okay, how did he do? He wasn't even supposed to, but like he did. He did fine. He was in the group behind us. I don't know if he networked that well, though. I asked him to network. But yeah, AMC to the moon, Striped. Come on, stop. And, and the, the chat, I'll say, is, is, is amazingly divided. I would say we, we've we've got an, an even number of zingers who, who are on the one, the the two, the moon, and then two, the the jig is up side of things. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got. It. Now, wait, Luke, will you just give us? I mean, I, I came out right in the beginning, so I'm dying to hear this. Tell us about yesterday. I leave for one day, maybe more than one day, and you have record viewers. You have a crazy show. Will you just give us the story about yesterday and what the show was like and who the guest was? Because if you missed it, you can go back and watch it on our YouTube channel. I think a lot of people may have missed it, and I want them to get a chance to. Uh, yep, and I'll, I'll get the link in there as I'm talking too. Uh, yeah. Okay, so 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 we had seventeen thousand concurrent viewers on the show yesterday. Seventeen thousand, um, and and what what we were talking about is we is we were talking about AMC with, with Matt Corris. He he's been he's been like the 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 person or, or sort of the the face in front of the move in the stock. He he's he's been out there for the people every single day, basically trying to dispel misinformation and saying, here's what's going on, here's what we're looking at in the chart, here's what we're looking at with the short interest, uh, etc. And and so so a, a whole crew of people showed up all all ready to talk about AMC. It, if we would have asked the question yesterday, uh you know, is, uh, you know, put the one if, if you think it's going higher and, and two if you're not, we would have had all ones yesterday. Like, like, like Spencer Israel uh, kept trying to kept asking him when he's what price he's going to sell his shares at. <laughs> and, and the chat just totally turned on Spencer. I turned on him a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, so so so, I mean, it, it was an awesome experience. Wait, I mean, the, the, the whole crowd showed up. Did I he mean, like they, you? What did you say? Did Matt like you? Yeah, I think so. We we we, we got into we. So, so what what was nice about our platform? We got a, r a lot of really nice comments during the show that this is better than other interviews that he's done. Is that it, it wasn't rushed like five minutes? What what is this this AMC nonsense? It was like first we we went through and in, in understanding his background and and how how we got into this and and he was able to talk about hey he used to be a quant trader. Um, he, he's been in the markets for quite a while. He's he's actually, um. 
you know, you know, he he actually understands markets and market dynamics, and it's not like he, this is something he just picked up over the past month. Um, and, and then basically laid laid out the thesis. And and his point is that it's less about the fundamentals of the company. Um, he, he he's like, I'm not even looking or caring about the fundamentals of the company right now. He's he's like, we're looking for the movement in this thing, and that's dependent on the short squeeze. Um, and and the squeeze is not yet squoze. Um, and he uses Ortex for his short interest data, uh, Jason. So, so it's only two days delayed uh, versus like the exchange data that everybody looks at. That's two weeks delayed. Remember we talked to this? Yep. Yes, I do. Why did they have two days? I don't know. We, we got to figure out how to get that in Menzinger Pro. I know how to get naked short sell data. Okay, that's interesting. I wrote an email to the whole company. That guy's an expert at it. Okay, great. Hey, can you pull up FUV as you're talking real quick? Yep. Can we run through right. so, so, quick stocks after you're done with the story? I want to go. Th- I want to do like a rapid fire quick stocks. We're going to call it uh, the, the Razzies, okay? All right, let's hit it. You want to hit it now? Right. Yeah, yeah. So Arkimoto is up uh, 11%. A little bit of a squeeze, a little bit of more interest in this. Arkimoto came on the Benzinga small cap event when it was at 350. It's in mass production now. I think I'm going to be test driving an Arkimoto um vehicle in the next month or two so stay tuned for that i like the company because i like sandy monroe sandy monroe is coming on live with me on thursday at 10 a.m we're doing a raz report at 10 a.m this thursday and, and who who is sandy monroe for, aaron, for folks who, who is sandy monroe i'll tell you in a second aaron Bree, if you're here and, it's, and you're and i'm incorrect if it's not 10 a.m please come in and tell people sandy monroe has moved tesla stock has moved the electric market his, is one of the smartest guys in the world when it comes to electric vehicles. I discovered him through my inside Tesla guy, Joel, two and a half years ago. He was a Ford engineer, GM. He takes cars apart. He's in Auburn Hills. So Monroe, you know what? I should do it in his office. I shouldn't even do it from here. I should do it in Absolutely. his office. Absolutely. Right, right. so let's, let's do Keep rapid going. fire. We're rapid fire. Take me to BlackBerry. BlackBerry, let's go quick. All right, let's go BlackBerry. And then I want to hit Clover Health after that. Here, here's BlackBerry for you. Okay, so BlackBerry, we're down 0.19%. I don't see much of a squeeze there right now. Um, I know, Ryan, you like it, but I, I, I'm i just not playing this one right now. The next one is RKT. Pull up RKT. We'll do Clover Health after Luke. We, we go to healthy stuff after we go to mortgage stuff. That's RKT. Thank you. We're at 20, uh, 47. The stock did hit um, a 1650 level about a week and a half ago. You saw a little bit of interest there. The 42 level you're looking at in March, that was the day that people were talking about Reddit and crazy stuff like that. So you're seeing some you're seeing some action here. It's a nice pickup. Um, the volume support, where's my volume today? I want to see if we get a volume on this. How's our volume versus the average day? Session, we're at 10 versus 12. I like the increased volume. All right, go to your go to your Clover Health. Let's go quick. All right, Clo- Clover Health, 72% day today. Biggest day of the stocks. Wow. Ever had. All, wow. all the energy is back into the SPACs today. <laughs> Clover Health leading the charge, carrying the rest of them, like our car lots and our MP materials and that sort of thing. Um, it, it, as long as this energy holds, this is a one-year chart. I'll zoom us into the two-day. Uh, as, as long as these charts hold, I like following the momentum into them. Okay. I like it. So I don't own Clover. You guys were all into it for a while. I do not own it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I missed out a big one. Okay. Go to Tilray tomorrow at 1230 PM. We have Tilray come on. Zoli Bazaloli told me that they're coming on. Tilray is a cannabis company. So we're talking cannabis. It's a four, it's a 5.4 billion enterprise value company. It's a good guest to come on. I'm sure we're going to break some stories with Tilray. If you're not here, then you're going to be square because 
breaking stories live on here for only 500 people, there's going to be alpha to be created. So you got to be here and yes. get the move before it happens. Can you pull up REED? Wait, wait, wait. Re re really quick on Tilray. Yes, Learn sir. on this one. If you guys don't remember, think back just two short months ago. Look at the move that this stock made. It went from $8 to almost 40 I mean, this is absolutely a stock that, that time and time again, I'll go out to a five-year chart. Look at the volatility that's happened in this, right? $5 to 25 5 to 20 5 to 40 i mean it's absolutely a stock that moves so, so there'll be some interesting commentary coming out of that interview tomorrow vygvf vygvf voyager digital is down a, a whopping um 11 today what is going on yeah i don't know uh okay so 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 it's nothing company specific let's look at the crypto market as a whole and i'm actually going to click over to benzinga.com really quick to do this um and and i'll drop this link in the chat everybody it, it's available to all of you some of our tools you make available on the main benzinga.com oh god all right maybe not we'll have to circle back on that one but crypto market as a whole is getting hammered today is why uh, Bitcoin price last check before this show, we were at 31,800. I'm seeing 32,200 now. Um, so, so, so cryptos as a whole getting hammered and then bringing the stocks down with them. All right. So here's what I got to say. El Salvador acknowledged Bitcoin and made it like a legit money thing. I don't think Bitcoin's going to continue to sell off. I think you're going to see it come back. I think at this level of Voyager, I think it's a buy. I think crypt Bitcoin yeah, let's say it goes to 28,000, folks. Let's say it does. Am I a buyer there? Maybe. Regulation talks. There's going to be a lot, and I get it. That is an issue. Um, best about yeah. – but here's what I'm going to say. I know here, it, here, Here's our crypto heat map on Benzinga.com. How do I get to that page? Benzinga.com slash market slash cryptocurrency. I'm going to drop the link in the chat too, guys. Uh, so so go, go ahead and, and favorite this page. That way you right, always have it. I, I got to go somewhere, Luke. I got to go. So a long time ago, I, I get what you're saying, Jay Rice, on this, but let me say something. A long time ago, I used to own a textbook store in the year 2000. 2001. People said, Jason, your, your, your online textbook store is, is never going to work. It's never going to work, never going to work because people aren't going to put the credit card online. And then the government's going to re regulate it, all, all this shit, right? Well, internet, distributed environment, what has it created? The most powerful force ever, the internet, distributed environment. Crypto is... Well, DeFi is distributed. It's a distributed environment. It's not as easy to regulate as one could think. I get the regulation talk. I understand. But it's, I don't know. Um, why? Sean Wilton asked a fucking good question. Why isn't this stuff linked on my Benzinga Pro? You mean the cryptocurrency heat map here? You're exactly right. Um, can you talk to Vin or whoever's listening to put that in there, Luke? Yep. We'll get it done. He's right. Like, uh, if you're not a Benzinga Pro customer, then you're throwing a baseball in, our, in my eye right now. And then if we're not taking care of you and building these tools inside Pro, then I'm throwing a baseball back at you in your eye. So tell us. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. Okay? All right. FGF, Jason. You you still like – I'm zooming us out. Here's a one-year chart. Hell of a move on the stock. $3 to eight eighty. So So once it hits 9 that that's a triple right yeah. there. Yeah. Still, and, still like it? Yes, no? So I own, um, yes, I'm not selling it right now. I own around uh, uh, how many shares? Six thousand shares. It's BTN sister. The reason it's moving is because of um, because the uh, with the SPAC attack coming back, yep. this is going to move. I believe you'll see FGF at ten dollars by next week. 
Well, I just think the whole sector is going to be hot. So Vici will get some of that, um, y- you know, that some of the play of, of all the, yeah, hey, all dude, of them will be boosted together. Dude, but they I, also, I like go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say that Vici also owns and operates uh, some of those really nice golf courses out there. Okay, and it seems like golf, like uh, Callaway said in 2020 last year, more golfers started golfing in one year than ever before. Okay, so Aaron, Aaron, this is what I'm asking for you to do. And I'm not, I'm not saying spend three hours, so I want to just be clear. Spend 30 minutes tomorrow during the show at 12.25. Let's go through from 12.25 to 12.35, a 10-minute segment of all casino and summer plays. Include Callaway on it. But talk about not just Caesars Venetian uh, pen, but talk about the value chain. IGT, the online, you know, the, the slot machine player. Like get get us in and like how do they make their money? So let's get ten to twenty names. Let's do a ten minute segment. I mean, are we doing full and, summer? Like should we be doing Malibu boats as well and in Arctic Cat and all those sorts of stocks? That's interesting. You know what? You know what, Luke? You just you you're right. That that's smart. That's better. See, this is what happens. It's not about the what. It's not about the who. It's about the what here. Okay. Luke took the idea that I had and made it better. Instead of just doing the the we're, we'll do casinos plays tomorrow. Casinos and travel plays. Okay. The next day, which is I think Wednesday or Thursday, whatever, then we'll do like summer water sports plays. What about that, Luke? Boom. I dig it. All right. So if that's not a reason to subscribe, I don't know what is. Tomorrow we're doing rapid fire. Here's all all the all the casino gaming, et cetera, type plays. Thursday, rapid fire. Here are all the summer outdoor plays. Yep. And and Aaron Bree, will you have um, Michael Feehan or Rohan make a little three second little thing for summer plays or a casino? And then we'll put a little summer music behind it. I, I like it. And um, you guys mm-hmm. learn from my mistakes. That's what I say. I show my portfolio to learn from my mistakes. I, you know, like I, I bought that big five sporting goods at 186 and I sold it at 250. It's at 30. So Luke is saying to me about that one stock that I own um, that it's, you know, what's the stock that I, that's up a lot today, Luke? Oh, yeah. Uh, clover? No, no not Wendy's. Clover. I don't have Clover. Wendy's. You say Wendy's. take some stuff off. And I don't know if I should. I, if it's if it, if it's I don't know because hey, my- guys, Clover, we're about to take twenty two again. It, it it broke out of that previous intraday high we called like five ten minutes ago. This candle right here, and now now it's going for twenty two. I, I, I high I, a day uh, again. Let's do the Luke, high a day check. Is right around uh, twenty five bucks. Luke, I have to say I love the Zinger Nation family. I, I really I really do because they alert us to this. I mean Gucci and this other guy Matt, I think it was. We're all about Clover, and I was the one that didn't really understand it. And I it was Matt, yeah. And, and I, um, you know, and I sold it, and I sold it. So Gucci and Matt, and I, and I was bloviating. I didn't bloviate. I sold it. That's it. I didn't bloviate on that. That's incorrect uh, criticism. But I did sell it. You are right. So thank you. Yeah. All right. So Luke, I think you have an exciting interview um, on your uh, on the way here. Um, yep. Wait, Luke, before we do it, can we say one thing? Go for it. Or do we not have time? Do no, hit to... it. Will you tell them or no, you want to tell them? You, you... Oh, your thing? Yeah, why not? All someone, right, let's do it. Someone just sent me a text message about it, so maybe think about it. Okay. They said congrats. All right, guys, big news here. We, we got to go go big faces on this one. May, may, have... Make them all embarrassed. We're going to really zoom it in. Uh, but 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 Jason was named an, an entrepreneur of the year uh, for Michigan and Ohio regions. 
So guys, it, it, it's a very prestigious award. There, there's only a handful of people who win it. And, and think of how many people you know personally that have started businesses, are entrepreneurs. I mean, we're all entrepreneurs in, in some way or another. Uh, so, so even though it's a little weird, you're by yourself in your basement. Get, give them that round of applause. There we go. Throw those clapping emojis in the chat. Not, not something that's easy to do. I mean, such a small portion of the of the population has ever won this before. So, Jason, airhorn to you. Okay. Yeah, I, I was. I I'm the one who called it out just now, which I know I shouldn't have, but I did it because at the end of the day, it's not me that's really getting this. It's the team at Benzinga. My name is there, and it really should just say Benzinga, and that's what it is at the end of the day. And so, why I wanted to bring it up real quick is because. I wanted to say thank you to the team because that's why it's there. It's not me. I'm actually just the bloviating fool sometimes or a lot of the times. It's the team. It's the team. It's a team. It's Luke Jacoby. It's Aaron Bree. It's Aaron Thomas. It's Rohan. You know, especially when Rohan talks over us when he's on another channel. That's the stuff that makes the personality happen. And a lot of guys couldn't deal with that. Like Rohan could have quit a while ago, but he gets it. He gets the stuff, you know. I recently had a guy say, please don't talk about me on the show. And I'm like, can't talk about the show. Our show is our life. Zinger Nation is us. And we're all together. So, you know, it's Tiny Pie Media. It's, a- it's AJ Da. It's Jager. It's Bill Big D. It's, it's XII. It's Adam Ecker. It's everyone. You guys are Zinger Nation. So we do have an exciting guest. I don't want to make them wait any longer. Um, they're, we're a couple minutes behind. Um, but, you know, Jeff Calverly, all you guys, Matt, who come here every day, spread the word, born to be free, Ziggy Barra. Keep spreading the word. We're going to rise from the bottom and make this the biggest, baddest, most, you know, consumer friendly where we're all one media company in the world. And if if we're not delivering for you guys, just tell us. We'll do whatever it needs to take, whatever it needs to take. And if you know any good developers or graphic designers, like, I mean, amazing, hit hit us up. And and as always, tell E-Trade to add Benzinga News and we'll send you a bunch of swag. All right. We love you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. And congratulations, Jason. Yeah, congratulations, Jason. Well, and congratulations. And Luke was cranes for uh, 30 or 20s. Luke's just a baby, and he won that too. And so this isn't hard. This isn't easy stuff these days. And uh, it's a, it's his commitment. I mean, you you guys know Luke's work ethic, even though you guys think he runs out at 1 o'clock and leaves early. But he's going on to more calls. I know that's the joke we do. We're going to have to get – but, yeah, so thank you guys. Thanks, Aaron Bree, for being here. Glad you got your mic working. Yep. Producer D. All oh, right. Is, is producer D doing the interview or you, Lukey? Uh, uh, I think Producer D is kicking it off. Okay. All right, guys. Without further ado, let, let's bring our next guest onto the stream. Greg, how are we doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Thank you very much for inviting us. Yeah, of course. Sorry about that confusion, getting you the link over. I'm glad you're able to get in. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Um, So let's just start off with some basic, you know, a basic overview, kind of what, tell us about Artello Biosciences, kind of what, uh, what's your core business model? What are you guys working on? Oh. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I cut out for a second there, but I, I can hear you now. All right. Well, I'll just rewind the tape, but we're a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company. We're located uh, in San Diego. We have subsidiaries in the UK, Ireland, and Canada. We're entirely focused 
in on building drugs that focus on or target the endocannabinoid system were traded under the on the NASDAQ under the symbol of ARTL. Got it. So so in, in layman's terms, kind of so our investor audience can understand, what is that uh, targeting the cannabinoid system? What does that entail? What does that mean? Well, all of us in the, uh, are born with an endocannabinoid system, a system of neurotransmitters and receptors that are found throughout the body that sort of bring uh, centralization or healing health to the body in times of assault. So in sleeplessness or in, in uh, symptoms of pain, the endocannabinoid system kicks in. Your body makes its own self-made cannabinoids that target certain receptors that turn either the light switch on or off on certain uh, cells and, um, and cause an effect in the body. It just so happens that in nature, we have cannabis that is made up of a number of chemicals and those chemicals mimic some of the chemicals that we have inside of our body that can also elicit a similar response in the body. We're targeting as a full spectrum company, not only modulating endocannabinoids, but also bringing chemicals from outside the body to bring uh, restoration to human health. So this is using, um, is, is it similar to CBD or, or is it using CBD in, in the medical field? Yeah, so we have three programs in development. Our lead asset was actually developed in the lab. It's very similar to THC in that it targets the main receptors of the endocannabinoid system, the cannabinoid one and the cannabinoid two receptors. It's different from THC in that it's a full agonist and it's different from THC in that it uh, was, was uh, designed to uh, not penetrate uh, the brain or cross the, into the CNS. So in our hands, we're developing it for, um, for uh, appetite stimulation. And you might think, well, most of the time people are interested in appetite suppressing drugs, but there are symptoms such as anorexia uh, from, from, let's say, cancer or end-stage renal disease or children taking uh, adolescent uh, ADHD drugs that uh, cause profound anorexia. And that's, that's an assault on the body. And so restoration of, of appetite is important in these patients. And our drug is a full agonist to the CB1, CB2 receptors. And it, uh, it preferentially hits the targets in the periphery rather than the, the brain. So in the bottom line to folks, you, we can give you the hunger without the high. At least that's the promise of the asset. And we have it in clinical development as we speak. Got it. So I understand you guys have a headquarters in uh, La Jolla. La Jolla, am I saying that right? California? La Jolla, yeah. La Jolla. Right. But then also uh, R&D, a research and development office in Manchester uh, in the UK, correct? That is correct. So what is, you know, what's the benefit of having kind of that multi-country, you know, an office here and an office overseas? What does that provide for you? Well, besides the fact that we can attract talent from uh, around the globe and the, besides the fact that we um, are, are work pretty much 24-7, uh, anytime the sun's up, uh, uh, the, the company's working, we, um, we have some access to some really top talent that came out of uh, AstraZeneca and we're located in the former AstraZeneca facility with a team that came out of AstraZeneca. So you get the very best of a global pharmaceutical company working at a small biotech like, uh, like Artello that has us there. And so it's the makeup of the, the organization that really led us to, to have these uh, multiple offices around the world. We also take advantage of certain uh, economic benefits in certain uh, countries. So our subsidiary in, the, in Canada, for example, allowed us to qualify for a grant for matching funds 
from the Canadian government that helps stretches our dollar. And we uh, participate in an R&D uh, credit with the um, Canadian, uh, with sorry, with the UK government, such that relative to expenses in the United States, it would be uh, about 30% less uh, to do the uh, work in out of um, out of uh, uh, the UK. Got it. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, that's cool that you have that. You can kind of pull from two different talent pools, one over here and one over there. Um, so yeah, and I just wanted to I wanted to answer your earlier question as to whether or not we're working with uh, CBD. We actually have the first and only issued composition of matter patent on our composition of CBD. It's in the form of a co-crystal. We solved a couple of the inherent challenges with CBD. And globally, we're the first company ever to get a patent, a composition of matter patent on CBD. Some people say that's like patenting lettuce. How did you in, in fact do that? But we did that in the form of a co-crystal that improves drug-like properties um, that may have a benefit from what we sandwich it with. And that's another plant extract called uh, uh, tetramethylperazine. But the bottom line is uh, we're, we're able to now develop CBD for large diseases like PTSD, um, for which other companies have uh, avoided because they're looking for orphan drug protection or some other form of protection to go into the marketplace, maybe by the, the, uh, the delivery system they have. But we actually have composition of matter protection, a patent, an issued patent, and it expires at the end of December or in December of 2038. So that's a lot of room for us to develop a medicine to treat really important big diseases uh, with a form of CBD that uh, we think, uh, uh, and, and it'll bear out in our clinical development, hopefully, but uh, that, that will offer a real benefit for people suffering from the anxiety and sleeplessness, for example, with PTSD. Got it. And so for companies that are going for that orphan drug designation, um, what, what does that entail? That's for more rare diseases or? It is. There's over 7,000 rare diseases. And I've been in rare diseases in my <clears throat> 35 years of biopharmaceutical drug development commercialization uh, uh, career. And I, I laud people for going after rare diseases. In fact, most of cancers are, are rare diseases. It's an it's important area. But we can't also leave the big diseases behind. The reason people often go after the rare and orphan diseases is there is the Orphan Drug Act that allows for, uh, for example, in the United States, seven years of exclusivity in which the FDA will not approve the same drug for the same indication. And so in, if you can't get protection around your drug or it's weak protection around your drug, often people will go after rare and orphan diseases to provide themselves that seven-year protection. In Europe, it's 10 years. But what we felt was important is the 20-year protection that you can get from composition of matter. And now that gives us a lot of room to uh, invest in clinical development with our asset and then to uh, um, perhaps um, have investors enjoy the benefit of a drug that has a long patent life. Understood. All right, Greg. So again, in, in, in layman's terms, if you could explain what would be the benefit of, say, someone who is suffering from PTSD to using uh, a drug from Artello as opposed to maybe, say, some of the just the regular medical marijuana or CBD that you can go buy, you know, in, in a dispensary? Yeah, so <clears throat> there's a number of potential uh, real benefits there. So you, to understand that, you, it's important to understand 
what our drug is. Our drug is a co-crystal of CBD. That A co-crystal is basically a straight jacket that holds a CBD in a particular shape. CBD suffers from uh, polymorphism. And I know I'm supposed to put this in layman's term. That's a fancy word for meaning poly, many morphs or shapes. And just like water or H2O can be in a liquid form, a solid form, a, 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 an ice cube or a gas. And I know that's a temperature change, but it's a good analogy to say something in nature can remain the same thing, in this case, H2O, but it be in different forms. Inherently, CBD, whether it's extracted or isolated from the plant or it's made in the lab, it has inherent solid polymorphism. So if you wanna put CBD in a pill, you control for the different shapes. Think of snowflakes in different shapes. We're able to isolate a certain shape by creating a co-crystal. And what does that do? That provides better uniformity. It provides um, more consistency and exposure. And when there's drug-to-drug -drug interactions, which there are with CBD, it's a powerful inhibitor of enzymes in the liver that metabolize other drugs and they can get drug interactions. It's important to very precisely deliver drug, especially in, in diseases or in conditions like PTSD, where maybe concomitant drugs are, are, are taken. So that's point number one, is that the, the dialing in and fine tuning of the drug is believed to be better when you control for the polymorphism associated uh, with, a, with a chemical or a substance like uh, a, a CBD. Um, the, the second uh, advantage is, is that we pair this with, or the straight jacket is a plant extract that's known in Asia uh, to be a powerful neuroprotectant. It has its own uh, preclinical data supporting its use in PTSD. And so maybe you get the uh, benefit of these two active chemicals together. We'll have to see that in, in, clinical, uh, uh, in, in clinical development. And and it's important then for drug interactions, for consistency of exposure, for to dialing it in. And if you think about CBD alone, CBD is used often, CBD rich cannabis is used from sufferers of PTSD and anxiety and sleeplessness uh, affect those with, uh, with PTSD. And we believe our drug really will have a key advantage there. Got it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. I can now I can kind of see the difference of what the benefit would be for going to a drug that y'all are making versus just going to, uh, to a place where you can buy some regular CBD or, uh, marijuana. Um, I see someone in the, in the chat is asking a good question about, so if, if you're focusing a lot on PTSD, do you have any deals with the department of defense to try to uh, treat some veterans or is that something down the line in the future you hope to do? Yeah, so we do have uh, grant money that has come into the company, and we're aware of the DOD's uh, grant uh, money as well. We're a little bit early for that uh, uh, today, and so we're advancing the program pharmacologically in a, in a study in rats and models of PTSD. We're doing some PK work uh, as well, as well as some other cell line data in a different indication. So uh, as we mature the company, we will look at uh, a Department of Defense uh, added uh, dollars. We're also looking in, uh, at uh, potential partnerships with other companies. I think others have become very impressed with what we've done here over at Artello. Any companies uh, you know, in mind that you, you care to share today about potential partnerships? Or? I, 
I can't can't get go down that road. I can just say that we're like every other pharmaceutical company. We're in active discussions with people at all times. Got it. So I do have um, a little presentation pulled up. Um, I don't know if you can see the screen, but do you can you explain to me what's going on in these pictures with these uh, mice or rats here? Well, this is really impressive data, and if you understand that. Um, this is uh, one of our other programs. So we talked about our drug that's like THC, that it's a full agonist of, of the cannabinoid 1 and cannabinoid 2 receptors. We talked about our proprietary CBD. This is our third program in development. It was originally developed with NIH money uh, from, uh, well, from the government and the team at Stony Brook University. And it's an inhibitor to a protein that does a number of things. It regulates uh, your level of endocannabinoids in the body. And so they were originally developing it as a pain drug. We think it's very, very interesting there. But when we saw this data <clears throat> in cancer, <clears throat> excuse me, it was unprecedented, the, um, the, the, the results that we saw here. So this is um, in a model of highly metastatic, castration-resistant prostate cancer. You wouldn't wish that on anybody in the planet. And so uh, these poor mice were given this uh, cancer and then offered the protection of our inhibitor to this protein that regulates the feeding and growth of, of cancer through uh, a, a growth factor that causes new blood vessel formation and the feeding of nutrients and migration of cancer uh, cells in the body versus the control mice. The control mice are not given any protection. And the images of the control mice in just 30 days, you can see how much the cancer grew as lit up on the images on the screen versus the images of the mice at the bottom of the screen in which they had our inhibitor, uh, inhibitor dosed over a 30-day uh, period. There's another drug on the market today. It's called Avastin. It's from a wonderful uh, group of folks up in Gen at Genentech and, 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 and Roche that have this program in development. But to my knowledge today, Avastin, the leading drug, multi-billion dollar drug, does not have single end agent uh, activity as represented by the first generation compound here. We've actually gone from through first, second, and now third generation compounds and um, that are more potent and more specific to this fatty acid binding uh, protein 5 and um, as an inhibitor. And we're very excited about bringing that into the clinic uh, next year. Beautiful. That's impressive. Um, so, Greg, we, we do only have like a minute left. I'm, I'm trying to see what else do, do investors have to look forward to? I mean, I know we have some former AstraZeneca, you know, really smart employees. You're, you're transcontinental. You got places, you got a, a headquarters in California as well as the UK. Um, what else do investors have to look forward to for the rest of 2021 or even looking further down the road in 2022? Well, I think that is, is what's very good about our tellos that uh, we're well capitalized to get to the milestones that are up in front of us for the next uh, year and, and perhaps beyond. Um, and in that period of time, we should have the first readout of the clinical data from our CARES study. That stands for the Cancer Appetite Recovery Study that's ongoing right now in the UK. And that readout of data is expected between now and the, and, and the end of the year. So getting an investment in front of that, it seems to be a, a, a wise choice. The full data is expected to come out before summer uh, next year. That's one. Number two, our two preclinical programs will release data as it becomes available. 
Um, I know that there's some upcoming uh, data releases at the end of this month at a, at a conference that's uh, the International Cannabinoid Research Society meeting. So we'll get data out on the two preclinical programs as well. So well-capitalized uh, a company, one of maybe only five that are up on the NASDAQ that have taken this pharmaceutical approach with a rich patent estate uh, going after uh, really an, un, a treasure trove of drug development opportunity in this endocannabinoid system. And I can't wait to see what the future holds, not only from Artello, but from all the others that are making a wise investment in this endocannabinoid system to improve human health. Yeah, I mean, it seems like something, you know, very fascinating field of medicine, something we as investors have to keep our eye on because, um, at least to me, it seems like there are a lot of really serious uh, medical problems, diseases that can be treated with some of these, uh, you know, CBD-like medicines that have not a lot of serious side effects. Well, we want to thank the uh, the Benzinga team. And if for those that want more information, we have a website up. It's artellobio.com. The bios, the backgrounds, the, a little bit more about the strategies and the programs is available on our website. We would invite people to go to that. We also I would just like to care to, in closing, say I have made some forward-looking statements, and we would ask all investors to um, consider the risks and opportunities of investing in a company like Artello Biosciences. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate it, Greg, and thank you for coming on. I hope we get to get you back on again soon. You know, as as Artello has some developments, maybe you're getting ready to announce a partnership deal. You can just reach out to us, and we'd be happy to to have you back on. I've been very impressed with how Benzinga has grown. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur myself. This company was started with nothing four years ago, and uh, and here we are today. So I applaud your entrepreneurship, and I'm thankful that we had the opportunity to join you today. Well, thank you. Thank you, Greg. We appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know if you heard before you came on, but our CEO just won a uh, little Entrepreneurship of the Month award for, for Michigan. So it's, it's it, that's exciting. So um, you know, we're proud of what we do over here, and I'm sure as you are as well over at our Artello. Yeah, congratulations to Jason. And as he adequately and appropriately said, it's a team, and I hopefully have done justice to our team here at Artello because it really is a strong team as well. Yeah, and like I said, I know we'll be keeping our eye on it. I'm sure other investors will as well because um, it's just exciting stuff. I mean, to be able to tackle a serious issue like PTSD would be huge for, for our society. Absolutely. All right, Greg, we'll enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, as I said, hope to talk soon. All right. Thank you very much. Zinger Nation, that was Artello Bio Biosciences. Um, their CEO, Greg Gorgas, joined us. Really exciting company. A lot to look forward to there. Thank you for joining us today on the Power Hour. As always, if you have any feedback or suggestions, please email us at shows at benzinga.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.